welcome back to our Starting Point series, A Biblical Journey in Personal Discipleship and Establishing a Biblical Direction for New Christians. And believe it or not, in today's episode, we are wrapping up our series. We now come to lesson number 13 and session number five. And today, our series will be coming to an end. And to close out our series, we are going to deal and wrap up the topic of eternity. You see, so far in this lesson, we've looked at the spiritual warfare that you and I are in and some of the Bible prophecies that are going to take place in the end times. And because of those two things, it should cause us to live with an eternal perspective. It should cause us to live with eternity in view. And that's what we're going to look at today. Now, you may be wondering, how can I live in light of eternity? Well, to close this lesson, we're going to look at some practical ways to live in light of eternity. All right. And the first one is this. Share the gospel regularly. We are to share the gospel. In light of eternity, it's vital that we make time to obey God's great commission on a regular basis because our time is limited. One missionary put it this way. They said, we shall have all eternity to celebrate the victories, but we have only a few hours before sunset in which to win them. You see, we are going to be alive for eternity. We will be here forever and ever and ever. We only have a short time on this earth to follow through with what God would have us to do. And so therefore we should share the gospel. That's number one. But then number two, the second thing we should do is we should remember that we will give an account. You see, the Bible says that during the tribulation on earth, we will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Now, I do want to clarify the judgment seat of Christ is different from the great white throne judgment. The judgment seat of Christ is for believers. The great white throne judgment is for unbelievers. The judgment seat is not to determine if we're going to heaven or hell or, or anything like that. It's not to judge us for every wicked thing what we have done. No, again, those sins were already judged at, at the cross. No, the idea of the judgment seat of Christ is to reward us for the works that we did for God out of pure motives. And we actually see that in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verses 12 through 15. And it's interesting, scripture actually mentions at least five rewards or five crowns that we can win. And we'll go over those five crowns real quickly today. The first one is the crown of righteousness. This crown is given to those who look forward to the return of Jesus Christ. 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 8, the Bible says, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing the crown of righteousness. But then we also have the crown of life, and this is the martyr's crown. But it's also given to those who overcome temptation. The Bible says that in James chapter 1 and verse 12, and also Revelation chapter 2 and verse number 10. The Bible says, Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. But be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. So we have the crown of righteousness, we have the crown of life, and then we have the incorruptible crown. And this is given to those who exhibit temperance or moderation in their lives. It's the result of yielding to the Holy Spirit and being a testimony to those around us. 
and that is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse number 25. The Bible says, And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. So we have the incorruptible crown. And then we have the crown of rejoicing. This crown is given to those who have given their lives to reach people for Christ. And the reason why it's called a crown of rejoicing is because there is no greater joy than being used to win someone to Christ. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 19, For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? So we have the crown of rejoicing. And then we have the crown of glory. And this crown is given to those who faithfully help lead people in the word of God. It is not reserved only for pastors, but every child of God should be actively involved in teaching someone else. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 4, And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Those are the five crowns that we can receive. And the coolest part about this is, the most exciting moments of the judgment seat of Christ is the fact that we have the privilege to do something awesome with these rewards. And do you want to know what we do when we receive these crowns? The Bible says we will cast them at Jesus' feet. We will cast them at the feet of Jesus. Revelation chapter 4 and verses 10 and 11, the Bible says, The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever, and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. When we receive our reward in heaven, we're going to cast it before our Savior's feet because everything that we've accomplished in this world was through him in our life.